And now, Thriller Thursdays on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. Crime is the road to nowhere. And once you're hooked, you end up busted, left with nothing or buried. Take your pick. There isn't another option. Believe me, I ought to know. I'm Thomas Rimley, private investigator. Join us now as we take a look at the case files of Thomas Rimley, P.I. I made a mistake once. I want you to know that up front. I used to be a cop. A good one, too, from what they tell me. And then one night I lost my nerve, my focus. We all do it. But this time it cost me. In a back alley, I pulled a gun on a contact and she set my teeth on edge. She didn't deserve it, but she got it anyway. She reached in her purse. I panicked and shot her. I left the force and put up my shingle. And I pay for my momentary lapse every day. I see her now and hear her voice. Miranda Sullivan is with me all the time, commenting, chiding me, judging. I still don't know if she's a ghost or my battered conscience. That was my one mistake and I wanted you to know that up front about me. January 1939, the half-cocked case. It usually just takes a few hits with the old hammer here to get the radiator cooperating. That's the problem. It's cooperating too much. I can't get a breath of oxygen in here. Now, you don't want to go and do that, Mr. Remley. Oh, yes, I do, Mr. Cummings, as there is no more air to breathe in my office. Listen, you have a good time with that thing, and I'll come back later, like next week. Oh, now, don't be like that, Mr. Remley. I'll have it fixed by this afternoon. You do that. I'm going to get a vanilla malted at the drugstore down the street. I need it to cool down. Well, as long as you're out, you could pick me up a... Oh, no. I'm on the job right now. You haven't had a case in weeks, Mr. Remley. That's what I mean. I'm on the job looking for one. See you, Mr. Cummings. Your repartee isn't so quick, Thomas, dear. And to think that I might have gone a day without you hanging around, Miranda. House tricks. Excuse me? Wrong choice of words. I would never imply... You have before. Just yesterday... Only in fun. If only. I would ask you if you wanted a malted, but I'm afraid it would offend. The dead don't need malted milk. That's what I thought. Doesn't mean I don't want one. The dead do remember everything, you know, Thomas. I liked chocolate. I'm sure you did. Let's see, stairs or the elevator? I've never seen you take the stairs in my... I'd watch the door there if I were you. What are you talking... Excuse me, I'm in a bit of a hurry. That I can see. Pardon me and all that, sister. Is this the floor where Thomas Remley's office is? It is, but he ain't in, pretty lady. You're looking at him. The private investigator, Thomas Remley. Yes, ma'am, what can I do for you? Do I know you, sister? I have a cab waiting on the street, and he's got his meter running. Just back out the door there that goes down the stairs. Looks like the stairs today, Thomas, dear. Just my lucky day. Looks like it. Move it. We're in a hurry. Better do as she says, Thomas. Her gun hand's shaking like a leaf. That's just swell. I'm not playing here, mister. I'm in a hurry. Now go down these stairs and into the cab. Take care, Thomas, honey. You're leaving? What are you talking about? Get moving. Moving, moving. Just do your best and point that thing a little to the left. I value this hat quite a lot. Move. Move. 
Listen, I could have saved you all the trouble with the gun if you'd just gone out for a malted. In the middle of winter. And I'm sorry. Here, you can have it. Miss Hayden. It's Livy. Call me that, please. The question is, can you help me? I'm not big on missing persons. Hand me back the gun and we'll try this again. Hold on now, just sit back and try and catch some oxygen. I said I wasn't big on them, not that I don't do them. I called a friend. He recommended you. Who? Sergeant Telvino. Telly? Why didn't you report the missing persons to him? Weren't you listening? They have my mother and will hurt her if I don't track him down. I don't know how to do that and I haven't heard from him in six months. We had a fling. He was funny, we had a few laughs, but then he told me... He was a mobster. And now he's crossway with his bosses and they want him out of hiding. I have two days. You mean, I have two days. Adrian Basilio, right? Yeah, Basilio means king. And don't think that bum didn't tell me that all the time, too. Driver, pull over and let me out. Here's 50. It's all I got. And here's my address. Please find him. Please. My mother... Yeah, yeah, I know. You go back home and wait for me there. Find him, okay, Mr. Remley? Just find him. One last thing, Livy. You're okay with selling this guy out to the mob? You see how my earlobe is split right here? That's my parting gift from the king. I hope he roasts, and if he's crossed these guys, maybe they'll send him there quicker. You find out where he's hiding and we'll get my mom back. Can I have my gun? I'm scared out of my mind. Sure. Here. I'll see what I can find out. Let's just hope he's still in the city. Oh, he's here, all right. I can feel that crumb all around me. I know if he was out of town. You'll find him. And you go home and wait for me there. That's one gal out for revenge. Forget her mother. She wants to see her ex get mutilated. So now you decide to pop back up. A gun is pulled and you flew the coop. I get a case at gunpoint, mind you. The gun was pointed at me and you're off somewhere. Now I'm standing on the sidewalk with no one around, and now you decide to show up. A woman's prerogative. Go away, Miranda, before I lose my temper. Thomas, sweetheart, don't overexert yourself. And anyway, gunpoint or not, I have a case now, if you'll excuse me. Don't mind me, Thomas. Just treat me like everyone else in the cemetery. Oh, wait. You do, because you put me there. That's the best you could come up with? That was pretty weak. I know. Give a girl a chance. Can't. Much as I like the clever chatter, I'm on the clock. See ya, Miranda. Extra, extra, get your paper. Earthquake in Chile kills thousands. Read all about it. Wow, Larry, could you make it any more morbid today or what? Hey, Tommy, I don't make the news, I just sell it. Speaking of which... Okay, okay. Thanks, Tommy. The look on your face says this isn't a social visit. It can be if you want it to, Larry. Want to get out of the cold and get a cup of java? The next fella doesn't get here for another hour. Want to stay till then? Sorry, no. That's what I thought. You got that grim look plastered on your face, Tommy. I got a new case, and before you go congratulating me, the client did it with a rod pointed at my middle. A middle which I've grown accustomed to, thank you very much. And you took it? You soft in the head, or you need the cash? More than likely both. What's the word running about Adrian Basilio? The king. He's nuttier than a fruitcake. Roughs up his women, and isn't popular these days. One day, Larry, you're gonna have to tell me how you know so much of what goes on in this city. Let's just say being a paperboy is the best job for anyone who's curious. It doesn't get in the way. Is he in town? You got me, Tommy. A uh, shooter for Ranello's gang was complaining the other day, right where you're standing, by the way, about how Basilio had flaked out and stabbed a cousin of Ranello's. Ouch. That kicks up the insurance premium, doesn't it? 
And the shooter was just standing here yapping to you about this? And how do you know he's a shooter anyway? That's a lot of questions, Tommy. One, I agree. Number two, he was John with an associate of his. I just overheard. And number three, he bragged about it one day and said as long as he bought papers for me, I had nothing to worry about. Whatever that means. It means I got nothing to worry about. Especially from nosy P.I.s. You're a funny guy. And you're a punk to boot. You're a barrel of laughs. So we're even. (laughs) (laughs) So no word on Basilio? See the cousin. Basilio didn't kill him. Just sliced him up pretty good. He likes straight razors. He's in St. Mary's Hospital. But, hey, Tommy, you sure you want to mess with the mob? You usually go the other way when they're involved. This time they took Basilio's supposed future mother-in-law in hopes the gal would find Basilio for them. That stinks. Yeah, and other verbs I shouldn't say in the presence of a lady. Or a paper boy. I take it calling the cops would only end the lady's life? Your client picked a bad man to get mixed up with. That's half my clients, Larry. Without him, I'd have to get an honest career. Like selling papers. Get out of here. If I hear anything, I'll call. On a serious note, don't be pushing for info. I don't want to have to hear anything bad happening to my favorite paper boy. No worries here, Tommy. I just sell papers. Speaking of which... Extra, extra... Big earthquake in Chile kills thousands. Thanks for coming down here and meet me, Allard. You know me, Tom. I got nothing better to do than answer your every beck and call. That's good to know. It's good to know that the city's finest are there when I need them. Who knows, I might cut you in for 5% of my fees. (laughs) Enough for a cup of coffee and a donut. Sign me up. Are we through now with our usual witty repartee? I got a couple more I heard on Fred Allen's radio show, but I'll save them for next time. Excuse me, gentlemen. May I help you? Looking for Pat Conley's room, ma'am. 417, just around the corner. I just checked on him and he's sleeping. Not for long if my police friend has anything to say about it. Oh, I see. Do I need to get a head nurse? That's all right. I'm just here to talk to the man. I see. All right, gentlemen. I need to go about my rounds. So, Tom, what's your involvement with Patrick Conley? That's his name? I thought he was one of Ranello's kin. Since when did the Italians and the Irish cross-pollinate? My guess is that back at the turn of the century, some of the bosses thought it might make the peace. You haven't answered my question. This is his room. Can't say. Won't? Can't, won't, whatever works for you. Which means a damsel, distress, and an idiotic detective who's bit hook, line, and down at the bottom of the ocean. I thought you said witty banter was over. I've been saving that beauty up for weeks. If this is a crime we don't know about or obstruction, you know that I'm... Probably both. You know me. It's the ankles. Makes my eyes roll in the back of my head. I should just throw you in lockup just for my own entertainment. Let me warm him up for you. Since he's been in the hospital, he's spit at a couple of the nurses, tried to bite a doctor, and threatened to firebomb the place when he gets out. Yet another hood properly raised by his mother. You said it. Hey, Connolly, I got you a visitor. That doesn't look right. Oh, you mean the knife sticking out of his chest? Great. Another mob-related killing on my patch. I told him to let me put another officer on the door, but he had to go... Looks like my boy came back and finished the job. What boy? And all banter aside, you're answering my questions. Funny. What's that? I didn't think I saw stupid painted on my face this morning. I spilled all I had to Allard as I didn't have a choice in the matter. I really didn't from the beginning, but I'm a sucker for a skirt with a problem. A missing gangster, a kidnapped mom, a trigger-happy client, and a murdered piece of the puzzle, and my accountant says it's time to close shop for a couple of weeks 
and head for Bermuda. Albert has taken it over, which puts Livy's mom at risk, but what's a detective to do? I caved and gave him everything I had. Larry hasn't called with any news, good or otherwise, and I can't bring myself to go to Miss Hayden's house to catch her up on all the fun. The knife is bothering me, though. Howard wants to pin Basilio for it, but I'm not so sure. And then there's Livy. She's a pretty girl, huh, Thomas? Hello, Miranda. Jealous much? I'm just a cute little old gal buried in the city cemetery. What do I know from jealous? I put flowers on your grave on a regular basis. Be thankful for something. I am, Thomas. It's very sweet of you. I'd rather be alive if it's all the same to you, honey. Yeah, yeah, your case is closed. I took care of it for you, and yet you hang around. Guilt is like that. Just like that poem with the albatross. Please don't go there, Miranda. My head aches as it is. No go on the missing mobster, huh? The police have taken over, and you can't tell the looker with the cheap peep-toed shoes of hers. You are jealous. And to think I actually thought better of you, whatever you are. I don't really mind cheap, Thomas, but I do mind pushy with a gun and a movie star face. You've fallen quicker than you usually do. You don't know what you're talking about. It's been a long time, hasn't it, Thomas? For what? For you and a girl. A nice dinner, a movie. You have no idea. As a matter of fact, I do. You're to blame, you know. That's the price you pay for putting a bullet through my heart, sweetheart. But maybe you should think about helping her out and her mother and What do you think I've been thinking about, Miranda? It's driving me nuts. You're nuts, all right, but not so much about the case as the client. And before you say anything, I know your every little thought before you even have it, honey. That's another price you pay. These guys are serious, Miranda. Her mother's life isn't worth a nickel once word gets out about the police being... You're always assuming that the pretty ones tell the truth. For someone so smart about these things, you can be so thick... So you've had a drought with the women lately? Lady, it's been the Mojave. Maybe you're right. I did swallow that pretty quick. Well, there was a gun involved. And a shapely set of games. A lethal combination. Miranda? I'll say this for you, baby. You do know how to make an exit. Looks like I've got a visit to the paper to make. Who is it? Remley. Did you find him? No. Have you heard anything from the... No one's called or sent a wire or anything. I'm running out of time, Mr. Remley. You want something to drink? Got any milk? Milk? Not these days. I've been needing something stronger than milk. Never mind. Your gun? I'd like another look at it. What for? Just let me see it. Do you know where Adrian is or not? What's that look for? Without going into a whole speech about it, I have been known to be taken for a sucker by a client now and again. Every minute we sit here talking about it is one minute less that my mother has. Boy, do I wish I knew who you got my name from. Next time I see them, I'm going to buy them a punch in the face. Where's the gun, Miss Hayden? Livy, please. Livy, then. The gun. Your eyes say your purse. Thank you. Oh, and by the by, next time you use Dear Old Mom, just remember that the papers write these lovely things called obits. I think this is your cue to call me dirty names or throw something at me. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You had a gentle face. I figured the lie about my mother would make you take me seriously. You win. I did. Nice piece you've got here. 45 Colt M1911 model. Doughboys carried them during the war in France. Also, one of the weapons of choice of your local run-of-the-mill gangster. It's Adrian's. He left it behind when he ran out on me. If this is me in the middle of some lover's tiff... I'm going to be so disappointed. 
Which version do you want to hear? The version where I keep the 50. It's yours. I've caused you enough grief. I take it you didn't track him down. You take it right, sister. I did find his pal, Patrick Connolly. Pat? Did he know where he was? Funny thing, I was about to ask him that when I noticed a knife sticking out of his chest. Pat's dead? He was stabbed? What's going on here, Mr. Remley? Lady, I took a taxi 40 blocks just to find that out. Five to one, she gives with the tears, Thomas. Miranda, not... Miranda? Sorry, it's Livy. Is she your sweetheart? Oh, you'd like that, wouldn't you, Thomas? Not in a thousand years, a slip of the lip. He didn't seem like much at first, not really. He would come down to the department store where I work and hang around my counter, never threatening me or anything, just watching me. It impressed this girl from Michigan, and so I went to the movies with him, and then it was too late. Told you. And he was a member of the church and refused to miss mass, which was great for me. I've never gone out with a man with the same faith. You found out he was connected when? What? A little faucet with the eyes and you're hooked? Thomas. A month into it. He'd bought me something, and I knew it couldn't have been bought on a warehouse manager's salary. That was his story, being a warehouse manager down at the docks. Flowers, moonlight, a few walks in the park, and you were hooked. That's the romantic side of it. There was another. If I were you, Thomas, I would leave right now and never look back. She's got doe eyes, and that's your weakness. He had a habit of hurting people, true? Very. I saw him lay out an old man at a pool hall one night and pull out a razor on another man. He said they owed him money and he wanted it. How long before you wanted out? Another couple of months. Don't give me the long face, Mr. Remley. How can a girl like me explain loneliness to a man like you? Just what, pray tell, is a man like me? I'd rather not say, if you don't mind. You're a lot like Adrian, only the flip side of the coin. You start talking and I get all confused. Confused how? Like this? Stupid move, Thomas. Someone should teach you some ethics when dealing with clients. That's my kind of confusion, lady. Where in the world did you pick up that line? The movies? Oh, surely not. I can't do this. I'm sorry. So what's the straight skinny with Basilio? Honestly? She's a laugh riot over here, Thomas. Get out now while you've got a shred of dignity left. It's preferred, and the first lie only led me to a corpse. I want to give him something. Let me take the gun this time. Not that. Something else. I'll take it just the same. You want to tell me what this something is? I'd rather not. Of course she wouldn't. She's a real peach, this one. Why would he want to kill Pat? He acted like Pat was his only friend in the world. Why would you assume it's Adrian? He carried a gun, but he didn't like it, he said. I thought he liked a straight razor. I don't know. At that point, I was too far in love to want to get out and too blind to see what he was actually all about. Watch it, Thomas. She's about to turn on the tears again. This is better than a matinee and popcorn. Morant, still no idea where he might be hiding out? That's why I called you. I was hoping Pat would know, but when I couldn't track him down, I came to you. Keep the door locked, and if Basilio comes by, you call the police. I can't promise anything. You are this time, Livy. And before you say anything else, Miranda, no tears the second go-round. Everyone always told me men were stupid when it came to women, and now I get it. And me from the other side of the grave. I'm not listening to you. Sure you are. And that's what makes it worse, Thomas, dear. (laughs) 
Extra, extra. Thank you, sir. Oh, hey, Tommy. What, I'm chopped liver all of a sudden? I paid my nickel. Keep the change. Last of the big tippers. You said it. So more about the earthquake in Chile today? You guessed it. You don't even need to read today's edition. You pressed that big pair of ears of yours in the right places? I've got to be the cheapest source of information in the entire city. Thinking of raising my rates. We'll talk about it. I'm thinking I need a new pair of shoes. These have had it. You too, Larry. You and everyone I know is mercenary as all get out. Oh, you'll want to hear what I've got, Tommy. And hey, I've got three sisters and a sick mother to take care of. You're lucky I know you're telling the truth. Every paperboy has his price, and that's mine. Okay, okay. What size? Now you're talking. Guess who was playing the field while taking your client for a ride? The king. Just great. Let me step up to the plate here and hit one out of the park. Conley's wife. That's not fair, Tommy. I've been waiting to give you that little piece of info. Don't sweat it. You'll be breaking in a new pair of shoes tomorrow. And it was only a guess. But Livy said... Livy? My client. Oh. He's smarter than you give him credit for, Thomas. He knows that look just like I do. Oh, great. What, she did just get dumped by a gangster, Tommy? Told you. The kid knows you pretty well. What is it with you? <laughs> what are you talking about, Tommy? I'm just... Not uh... you. Never mind, just never mind. My conscience is getting the better of me today. Are you sure? I like this kid. I like him a lot. You should make him a partner in the firm, Thomas. Larry, listen. I sometimes hear... I... I sometimes... I wouldn't tell him about little old me. That I don't think he'd understand. You all right, Tommy? You look like you've stepped on someone's grave. That's truer than you know, Larry. Just tell me what you found out. Okay. Connolly's wife, Georgina, hardly saw him because he was always running errands, mainly plugging people, from what I hear, for the Ranello clan. She got restless, and Basilio did too. Or so that's the word. That's why he fell out with Ranello? Word is you don't mess with family or wives for his outfit. You make sure you're at mass every Sunday. He's very strict about that sort of thing. So hold on, wait a minute. Basilio just up and tries to kill Connolly because he was seeing his wife? He would know better than to do something that stupid. I don't think you're paying attention here, Thomas. A guy like Basilio wouldn't shake up his life unless... Oh, that's just great. Now you've caught up. Any way this plays out, he's a dead man. Georgina has a bambino on the way. Basilio is a dead man. No wonder he dumped Libby and went underground. That still doesn't explain who really killed Conley. He's not a knife man, Thomas. Remember, Tommy, Georgina was a Gambini before she married Connolly. The nurse. Shoes will be on your doorstep tomorrow morning, Larry. I've got to go. You sure do, honey. Tommy! Hey, Tommy, size 10. Don't forget. Be careful there, you're losing shoe leather. She gone? We tracked her down in an escort to a flight heading overseas. We in time? What's this we, Kimasabi? Cute, you listen to the radio too much. Sue me, I like the Lone Ranger. By the by, you're a bit behind on this one. I'm taking the long route, but I'm here. It's easy to understand on this one. You didn't have access to her house and see the missing slot the butcher knife fit in in her kitchen. You're satisfied Georgina killed her husband? She fits the description of the so-called nurse you and I saw. They're awfully brave for pulling a stunt like this. Idiotic, more like it. Ronello is fanatical about his family. He'll gut them both like fish. You told your client? Not all of it. Not about Basilio and Georgina? No. I don't envy you that fun. It's always love or money, Tom. That's what it all comes down to in this dirty business. Or both. 
Basilio was a fool. Georgina wasn't the brightest bulb either. These gangsters have a code, Tom. They're the worst kind of crook out there, but won't allow any hanky-panky amongst the family. This is a new type of criminal we're seeing here. Is that your officer there? Yeah. Over here. We, uh, stopped the wrong plane, sir. What are you talking about? They were flying to England and then most likely to Sicily or Italy. No, sir. They weren't on the flight. Telly and I checked. That's why it took so long. I... Here, give me the manifest. You see, sir, we got the wrong flight. They were headed to Chicago. Go find Sergeant Telvino and get the car. Yes, sir. I think he went back to the ticket desk. You've got the long face. Enjoy. Georgina Connolly and Frida Pisano. What gives? One, Basilio couldn't have found fake credentials this quick. And two, he's not a woman. And why Chicago? We can still track her and we can get her back here. Frida Pisano is Ranello's sister. Guess who used to pull off the wings off of birds as a little girl? She's Ranello's secret weapon. And Ranello has connections in Chicago? More family, I assume? I'll send the word out, but who knows if we'll get her back, Tom. Ranello will want the kid born and in the family. This is crazy. Always is. That means your boy Basilio... Is still in town. But where? I've got a good guess. Yeah, he could very well be dead and buried in a lime pit somewhere. And they found Georgina. But this has been going on now for a few days, Tom, and they're just now leaving town? We got wind of it by sheer chance with a contact in the family. You know how they got to her? Not a hint. Unless she was a trade, which is sick. A life for a life. His for Georgina and the kids? If that's true, then Basilio is one dangerous hood. But I'm just thinking out loud and I'm tired. Ring the bell if you find anything. Who says I'm interested? What's that look for? Just ring the bell, Tom. I'd ask a penny for your thoughts, but I know them already, Thomas, dear. Here to gloat about something? What's the need? You picked this profession. You've only yourself to blame. You had something to do with that. And a bullet. Go ahead and say it, Miranda. That's what you're here for. Oh, the bit about you and a pretty face? I'm more interested in where you're headed. First place I should have looked if I was paying attention. Ah, yes, Basilio, the great king, a creature of habit. About one thing. I'm surprised Ronello's shooters haven't been this way. A gun in church? You know, Thomas, you're playing hard and fast with your soul here. I thought I did that when you died. The man won't miss mass, and there's a special one tonight. He's my catch, and I'll hand him over to Allard with a bow. You coming? Miranda? That's what I thought. You sure you want to do this, Livy? I have to. It's the only bit of dignity I can salvage out of this. It's not your dignity that needs salvaging. If I'm going to do this, Thomas, I need to do it now before I lose any courage I've worked up. It's your call. Okay, Allard. You sure you want... She's sure. It's not pretty, you know. Alive or dead, it doesn't matter. All right, lady, you got it. Okay, do it. I'm right here. Funny. He never looked that calm in his life. Remember why you're here, Libby. Adrian Basilio, although I believed you and accepted your offer of marriage, I cannot and will not be your wife. Your life isn't the one I want. I'm just sorry I couldn't have told you when you were alive. Here's your ring back. 
All right, I'm tired of looking at his dead face. You better catch her, Romeo. I'll give her time. She did love the guy, after all. And suckered you into this with a cock and bull about a kidnapped mom. Tom, you sure can pick them. Sadly, Allard, they, more often than not, pick me. Ain't that the truth of it, Tom? And not just for you, either. For all us chumps who stand between a semblance of law and order and all-out chaos. You're waxing philosophical. That's my line. See you, Tom. Yeah. Take care, Allard. Thanks for walking me down here, Thomas. I hope to do it again. Me too. If you believe me. I'll ask your mother. I deserved that. Sometimes a woman gets desperate to say goodbye. You did. Basilio didn't deserve what you had to offer. And as bad as he was, he didn't deserve to die the way he did. Ranello's men were smarter than I gave them credit for. They left him to die in the church pew. I wonder how Ranello will justify that. Or the kidnapping of Pat's wife? Will they ever find her? Allard hopes so. Me? Hope and I aren't close acquaintances these days. Maybe one day. Stranger things. I'm hopeful all the time. Hang around and you'll see. That's the general idea. Good. Want to come in with me? No. Last time I went in one of these places, I found a dead man. Right or wrong, I'm going to light a candle for him. And one for me. And you. Light one more, would you? Who for? One day I'll tell you. I'll be back soon. The candle was for you, if you didn't already know. I know. Thank you, Thomas. Don't mention it. It won't last, you know. You're bound and determined to see me miserable? Not me, Thomas. Not at all. The skinny, as you like to say, you won't be with anyone for long, not while I'm around. And just how long will you be around, Miranda? You tell me, Thomas, sweetheart. You tell me. I made a mistake once. I wanted you to know that about me. Whatever she is, I carry her with me every day. I do what I can in a dirty world with dirty people and dirty crime. It's not much, but it's something. You have been listening to Stage Struck Audio Theater's production of Thomas Rimley, P.I. In the cast is Thomas Rimley, Caleb Kaufman, Miranda, Rachel Wallenweber, Larry, Sean Gestel, Allard Brett Jones, Livy and Georgina, Jessica Curtis, Cummings, and the police officer Robert Thomas. Script by Brett Jones. Stage Struck Audio Theater is a production of Wichita State University Theater Department. The following message is for podcasters only. If you are a listener and not a podcaster, you are permitted to cover your ears and say la 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 for the next 30 seconds or so. Okay. Podcasters, la, 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 if you create la, la, audio drama and or comedy, la, la, you are invited to join the brand new Mutual Audio Network. Not only will your productions be showcased in a brand new Netflix-ish type of distribution, but you'll also share in resources from music to sound effects to voices to people saying la 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 la. For details, visit MutualAudioNetwork.com or inquire at MutualAudio at gmail.com. You can stop la-la-ing now. I can't hear you. Got my ears covered. La-la! <laughs>